Hi, and welcome to Wealthy Woman Lawyer Podcast. I'm your host, Davina Frederick, founder and CEO of Wealthy Woman Lawyer. Wealthy Woman Lawyer is a company that helps women law firm owners scale their law firm businesses from six to seven figures in gross annual revenue. We do that by sharing with you our nine-step framework for creating a profitable, sustainable, wealth-generating law firm business, and by guiding you through the process every step of the way. Learn more by visiting www.wealthywomanlawyer.com, by following us on Instagram at Wealthy Woman Lawyer, or by joining our free Facebook group. Today, I want to introduce our sponsor, Noble Marketing. Over the last four years, Noble Marketing has tracked more than 250 law firms and discovered 60 to 80% of new client calls were generated through Google My Business and Google Ads. Basically, you need to be on Google and Noble Marketing can help. I recommend them because they have an incredible guarantee. Your campaign will be profitable in three months or less, or they will work for free for an additional three months. If they fail after a total of six months, they'll refund your entire investment, including ad spend. If you use more qualified leads, I encourage you to reach out to Ronnie Beaver at noblemarketing.co. Mention you heard about them here on the Wealth Room Lawyer Podcast, and Noble Marketing will waive your setup fee instantly saving you up to $2,500 or more. And now, on with our show. Hi, and welcome back to the Wealthy Woman Lawyer podcast. I'm your host, Davina Frederick, founder and CEO of Wealthy Woman Lawyer. And today, I want to share with you the nine must-take actions for women law firm owners to generate wealth. We are here at the uh, first day of the... Uh, last month of the last quarter of the year. And a lot of us are thinking about 2023 right now and our plan for the year. We're looking at our goals maybe this year and looking at what we achieved and what we didn't achieve and thinking about, um, you know, what we can do differently next year. If our goal is to generate wealth, I have nine must take actions for you. So let's jump in and get started. Number one is to get clear on your goals and your why. So you think, duh, of course, get clear on my goals. But Uh, That's not exactly what I mean. What I mean is it's so important for you to get very specific about your goals, what it is that you want. Um, For a lot of people, wealth can be a dirty word and they can think to themselves, well, I can't say that I want wealth. I can assign some arbitrary number that I want for my business, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is you getting clear on what is important to you. If you want to make $250,000, you say you want to make $250,000 in personal income, then why do you want to do that? What is it that that money means to you? What is it that is going to do for you? So to give you an example, a lot of people will say, well, my kids are my why. Well, what do you mean your kids are your why? What is it you want to provide for them? I want to provide for them a life that I was not able to have as a child, which is what? To go and do things, to travel the world. Um to have their college funded so they don't have to take on student loan debt, to uh, create generational wealth for them so I could pass on something to them them that I didn't have. That's an example. Another why may be, well, I don't have kids. That's not my why. My why is so that I could travel the world, you know, maybe take six international trips a year and just live my best life. Another why is I want to make sure that when I'm old, I'm not living on cat food and homeless. So I really... It is compelling to me to create enough money that I'll have enough money to set aside and invest for my future. Get really emotionally attached to your why. What is this money about that you want? If you have a financial goal, then 
uh, attach it to something. If you have other goals and you don't think in terms of money, then I want you to do the opposite. I want you to think about what it is that's really important to you, your kids, your your freedom, your traveling, your future, whatever it is that's important to you. And then I want you to attach numbers to it because often I will hear people say, well, money's not important to me, but they but they want to take six trips internationally every year or they want to have kids and, and take care of their kids or they don't have a plan for the future. They don't even think about the future. They just think that's they're never going to get old. That's not going to happen to them. Well, I'm here to tell you, there's a whole lot of people who do get old and uh, hopefully you will be one of them. So get clear on your goals, but really attach it to your why, what's important to you. Number two is put law firm growth on your calendar. If you want to grow a profitable, sustainable, well-generating law firm business that exists for you and creates money for you over time, you have got to start prioritizing that, which means you got to put it on your calendar. Your calendar is a reflection of how you spend your time during the day. And if you've got a very full booked calendar with all of these other things that you're doing, then you think, and you think, oh, I'll, I'll, fig- I'll squeeze that in. I'll figure out time to look at that or listen to this or invest in this or whatever. But you never put it on your calendar. You won't because y- your calendar is just a reflection of how you're spending your time during the day. If you have it crammed full, you probably have things that aren't on your calendar also crammed in there. So you're never going to find time for it. You're going to keep putting it off and kicking the can down the road. If you want to grow a well-generating law firm, you must put time on your calendar every week to focus on working on your business and make that a priority, as much of a priority as anything else. If you just wanted to practice law, you can get a job working for somebody else. But if you want to be a business owner of a well-generating firm, you have to make it an equal priority. Number three is hire a million-dollar team so you can stop doing and start reviewing. It's what I tell people, stop doing and start reviewing. Stop trying to do all the things. You have to hire a team to help you get to and through a million dollars. Who are those people going to be? We're looking for positions, not people, okay? Identify, create a model, aspirational org chart, and identify who, what positions are required to get you to and through a million-dollar team. Do you need to add an attorney? Do you need to add two attorneys? so that you can build them out and they can make you money and make you profit? Do you need to add paralegals? Do you desperately need somebody to handle your social media to free up some of your time? Figure out who your team is um, from a standpoint of positions, then you can fill in people later. All right, number four is learn to lead. This is really about investing in your own skill development and learning how to be a better leader. Um, oftentimes as we're leading a team of people, uh, we're trying to be a manager, which is different, a little bit different from being a leader. Um, managers are a leader, but not all leaders are managers. So you, you may, you may blame the other person. They did this, they did that. They didn't work out. They were terrible. And you may be right in some cases, but it also could be a you problem. It could be that you haven't invested in the skills that you need to manage, which is a day-to-day operations kind of thing, or to be an inspirational leader. You haven't learned how to be a thought leader. You haven't learned how to be an inspirational leader that others want to follow. And uh, that helps you in all walks of your life, all areas of your life, being a leader in your community, being a leader in your business, and being a leader where you're you're a thought leader that are, that's attracting those ideal clients that you want to serve. Number five is systematize everything that you can. So systems are different from automation. A lot of people conflate the two, but systems existed long before automation. Um, A system, uh, being systematic is um, taking a process that's going to be repeated over and over again 
and documenting that process so that anyone can theoretically sit down in that position and do that same activity because you have it documented and they have step-by-step instructions on how to follow it. You want to, for every repeatable process in your business, you want to create a a checklist, a, a video training, something that documents that process so that anybody can listen to it and then replicate it. Number six is automate what makes sense. So there are, uh, automation is, hey, sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to be sure that you knew about my new training. It's called Three Stages from Law Firm Solo to CEO, How to Get to Seven Figures Faster with my Million Dollar Plus Law Firm Growth Roadmap. In this brand new training I just created for those who determined that 2023 will be your best year ever in your law firm business, I will be sharing with you the three stages of law firm growth from ground zero to a million dollars plus, so you can ascertain exactly where you fit in at this point. More importantly, I will tell you why that is so important to understand your starting point, and I'll share with you the roadmap I created to help get you from point A to point B faster and easier. This is a proven roadmap that I have been teaching and sharing with my clients for almost a decade now. So click on the link in the show notes to register and get immediate access to this powerful training. It's only 45 minutes and it's packed with valuable, transformative information. And now back to our show. Um, Wonderful these days. There's so many tools out there we can use to automate. But we often, it's like, uh, have you ever seen somebody who everything they wear is designer and you're like, that looks terrible. And it's because they're so focused on the label. They're not focused on coming up with a look that just looks, you know, beautiful and stylish. They just want everything to have a label on it. That's what it can be like with automation. If you get, if you don't have a clear plan for what you're going to automate and why you're going to automate it and how you're going to automate it. And then you just jump in and start just buying a bunch of products because you see some other lawyer on Facebook recommending that you use this product. You might already have a tool that does the exact same thing because you haven't been trained on it or you don't have your team trained on it you're not using it. And then you go and buy another product that does the same thing. It's a foolish waste of money. So you want to automate what makes sense. Um, Also, when you're automating what makes sense, there are things that may not make sense for automation. You may apply automation to your onboarding and intake process, and you should, but there also may need to be a human element there. Have you ever tried to call any government entity or a large corporation and got in the phone tree where you just keep going through their system because you never have that human contact experience. That And how does that make you feel? And do you want your clients to feel that way? Yes, automation is a great benefit to us. It's a great benefit to the client, but sometimes we need human to human contact. And so you need to make sure that that, if you want to provide that high touch boutique experience that keeps clients clamoring to hire you and coming back to you, you need to include that part as well. All right, number seven is master business math. I know, I know, I hear you right now. I don't like math, which is why I became a lawyer. I hear that from a lot of lawyers. I am that person as well. I was a star math student until I was 10 years old and then they started introducing letters into my math and I got all confused. So I get you. But one of the things that you need to understand if you want to grow a wealth generating law firm business is you must master business math. You must understand how to read your financial reports and what it means You must understand what key performance indicators are and which ones are important for you to be tracking and which ones you don't need to worry about right now. Um, Are you, should you be sitting there lining up the numbers like little soldiers, like a bookkeeper? No, 
You need to hire a bookkeeper to do that for you. You need to hire a CPA, but you need to have an understanding. You can't blame your CPA and say, well, I can't make that investment because my CPA won't let me, or I, I don't understand that. I'll have to check with my CPA. I can't tell you what my revenue was last year. I'll have to call my CPA. Those are all excuses uh, where you're, you're um, not taking accountability for you are ultimately responsible for knowing your numbers in your business. The IRS certainly is not going to take that kind of thing as an excuse. And it's not as difficult as you think. Uh, a lot of people think it is, but something that we teach in the Wealthy Woman Lawyer League is we, we help people overcome that phobia and really learn how to get clear on the numbers because all of your big business decisions around wealth, you must understand your numbers because that's your map. That's what's going to give you the critical information to help you get to where you're going. All right, number eight is hire a coach who specializes in law firm business growth. Um, of course, that's what I do. That's what my company, Wealthy Woman Lawyer, does. So um, I, I obviously um, have an interest in telling you that. But also, let me just tell you, I give I gave this advice before I became a coach as well because I hired coaches and they changed my life. They taught me things that might have otherwise taken me years to learn on my own. I may never have learned some of the things that I've learned working with coaches had I not made that investment in myself and my business. I really did, made that choice so that I would shortcut my success getting from point A to point B, a good coach can help you do that. And so, uh, and I go further and say, really hire one that specializes in law firm business, because we know that law firm businesses are unique businesses. We're not the same thing as a nail salon or, uh, you know, uh, a gym or something like that, right? We have different uh, ethical obligations, different legal requirements, so you really need to hire somebody who understands that and somebody who's been there, done that. Um, you know, I know for me, I built and grew my own law firm business. I've done, I've built two law firm businesses. So I understand the ins and outs of what that's like. And you may be surrounded by people who um, are supporters who love you and they want to support you, but they don't have the specialty, the, the knowledge, special knowledge that they need to be able to do so. Which brings me to number nine, which is seek out a community of like-minded women on the same journey. I cannot stress to you enough the importance of surrounding yourself with people who are optimistic, who um, walk on the sunny side, who, who, who know that it's critical to take risk in your business if you want to grow and who can support you in that because they've been there, done that, right? So... Uh, in, in seeking out a community, we often have a community around us anyway. We have our parents, we have our, our spouse, we have our friends, we have people we went to college with, we went to law school with, people we used to work with, all of these people uh, who are important to us in our lives. And most of them cannot understand what it is that we're doing and the, what we have on the line when we start and grow our own law firm business. They, you might have people in your family who love and support you, but they've only ever worked a nine to five job. So they don't get what the added pressure that you have of being an entrepreneur. And they may say, well, why are you working on the weekend? Or why are you working at night? Or why are you doing all this stuff? And you're like, I'm preparing for a trial. They don't get what that means, right? And they're telling you to take time off. They say things like all work and no play. And they don't really understand what it is that you're doing on your journey. It's important to seek out people who do understand that. Those people who don't understand love us, but they don't often know the best 
um, thing for us, right? That's for us to decide. And it's the same thing with people who are entrepreneurs in your family. Yes, they may be entrepreneurs, but if they've never owned a law firm, then, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they don't know. They don't know that every time you make a decision for a client, you're putting your bar license on the line because you're, you know, you, 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 you could step into malpractice very quickly. So it's important to surround yourself with a community of like-minded people on the same journey as you so that they can support you and really understand where you're coming from. Um, so that's it. Those are the nine must do, must take actions for women law firm owners to generate wealth. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm thinking about you as you're going into 2023, as I am having many conversations with my women law firm owner clients about it. And I wanted to really take a moment to give you some very specific actions that you could take as you're planning out your 2023. And um, if you have enjoyed this episode, please give us a review on your podcast app. If you're an Apple fangirl, go there. Uh, whatever it is you're listening to this on, if you can leave us a review, please do. We so appreciate it. We're trying to get as many women law firm owners as we can um, to listen to the podcast so they can get the help that they need to grow their law firm business. All right, that's a wrap. I thank you so much for being here and being a member of the Wealthy Woman Lawyer community. I so appreciate you and I will talk to you next week. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Wealthy Woman Lawyer podcast. If you have, we invite you to leave us a review on your preferred podcast platform. The more five-star reviews we have, the more women law firm owners will be able to positively impact. Your thoughts and opinions are so important to us. If you are a woman law firm owner who wants to scale your law firm to a million dollars or more in gross annual revenue and do it in a way that's sustainable and feels good to you, then we invite you to join us in the Wealthy Woman Lawyer League. The League is a community of highly intelligent, goal-oriented, and driven women law firm owners who are excited to support one another on their journeys to becoming wealthy women lawyers. We'll be sharing so much in the League in the coming year, including the exclusive million-dollar law firm framework that until now, I've only shared with my private one-to-one clients. For more information and to join us, Go now to www.wealthywomanlawyer.com slash lead. That's www.wealthywomanlawyer.com slash lead. Lead is spelled L-E-A-G-U-E. We look forward to seeing you soon in the lead.